Hello, I'm John Perry. And I'm Ken Taylor. Coming up after the news, it's Philosophy Talk. Well, Ken, what's on your mind today? Beauty, John. I'm thinking about beauty. Well, you know, that's pretty natural when you're sitting across from a good looker like myself. Well, I'm not thinking about a beauty. I'm thinking about beauty itself, the philosophical questions that surround beauty, John. You mean like the collected philosophical works of Britney Spears? Well, whether beauty's objective, whether it's uh, in the eye of the beholder, th things like that. Sounds deep. We'll, we'll explore it more when Philosophy Talk continues after the news. Welcome to Philosophy Talk, the program that questions everything. Except your intelligence. I'm John Perry. And I'm Ken Taylor. We're coming to you from the studios of 91.7 FM, KALW, San Francisco's oldest and by far most innovative public radio station. Continuing conversations be that begin at the most beautiful spot on the Stanford campus, Philosopher's Corner. Yeah, that's a really a lovely spot, and it's quite inspirational for our conversation today, John, because we're going to talk about beauty. 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 You know, what is beauty? Beauty's in the eye of the beholder. That's what they told me a long time ago, John. Yeah, I bet you, 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 you're such a rationalist, you probably don't believe that. But I think beauty is in the eye of the beholder. I think... That is to say, I, I would define beauty as something like that, that which brings enjoyment to the person who looks or contemplates. And that makes it subjective because enjoyment is something that's not in the object, but in the in the beholder, right. not necessarily in the eye, but the brain or the mind or somewhere I along those lines. I think you're being a little too quick here because, you know, I think of red, seeing red. Some people think of that as subjective. Well, you know, I have to have the right kind of eyes and the right kind of brain to see red. But once I have the right kind of eyes and the right kind of brain, well, I see red because red is there. It's in the thing. It's objective. And beauty's like that, too. I've got the right kind of equipment, the right kind of training. I see the beautiful. I mean, you know, it's right to see that thing is beautiful because there's something about it. Well, let's let's toss out some philosophical terminology here. Let's say the property is subjective if it requires subjects of the right sort to, to make any difference. So red is like that. If there weren't creatures around with eyes and visual systems like us, uh, objects wouldn't be red, or if they would, no one would know it. I, I think beauty is more subjective than that. I think beauty is a little more like the taste of lima beans or, or like the Ooh. pleasure that one does or doesn't get. I don't like lima beans. When I eat lima beans, I don't like the effect they have on me. And I think beauty is like that. Uh, and so it's doubly subjective. We wouldn't expect everyone to agree about lima beans, and we shouldn't expect everyone to agree about which things are beautiful. But do, you don't think that when we say, when you say something's beautiful, you're not recommending it. Not just you're not just saying. Are you just saying? Well, I like it. I take uh, delight in it. Aren't you in any way recommending to others that they should take delight in it too? Okay, I, I agree with you there. It's it's a more interesting property than liking lima beans. If I think something's beautiful, that says something a little deeper about me, and therefore I expect other people that are similar to me, people with whom I'd like to carry on a conversation, people that uh, share other values, I expect them to agree with me. So it's a little bit intersubjective. I, okay, I'll go along with that. But, uh, but okay, I got you a little bit toward the 
at least intersubjective. What about objectivity? You don't think there's anything about the object that, as it were, commands this delight from you? You don't think there's anything about the object, about the beautiful sunset, about the finely structured painting that commands your delight? Uh, I think your hero Kant said you couldn't come up with a bunch of concepts such that every object to which they applied was either beautiful or not beautiful. So, so no, I don't think it's objective in that sense. Yeah, yeah. Well, then how can... Uh, but do you think... Uh, can there be an argument about what's beautiful? I mean, can I say, that's beautiful and you disagree, and can we have any rational argument about it? I don't know. <laughs> that's a good question. <laughs> uh, we're we're getting pretty philosophical here. I wonder if our, our, the way we're using beauty has anything to do with the way ordinary people well, why use don't we find? Well, why don't we find out? Why don't we ask uh, the folks out there for some examples of beauty? And you know who did that? Our roving philosophical reporter, Amy Standen, on whom we can always count. She filed this report. So what is beauty? Go out on the street and you'll find that there's not exactly a consensus. Um, flowers, the ocean. A six-foot wave someplace warm with no one out. Beauty is wonderful flowers, sun, nice weather. You are so beautiful. Seeing all the colors, um, nice people who are happy, that all is beauty for me. It could be the ocean, it could be a bird. It's a lot about community and community building. Beauty is something that doesn't cost any money at all. That is sunshine, blue sky, and a good health. Beauty is the look in the eyes of your child at six in the morning, the warmth of their hand. It's a beautiful woman smiling at me. There you go. <laughs> That's beauty. <laughs> to me. Beauty, I think, is something that um, would make you feel very much alive and would make you smile. It brings about a sense of pleasure. It's the feeling that I feel inside. It kind of puts me at ease, um, makes me happy. It's just a calming. It, it makes me feel very calm. I guess the common denominator is freedom. I think it's the representation of what we think is good in life. Yeah, makes me feel happy, I guess. That's it. <laughs> Happiness. For Philosophy Talk, this is Amy Standen. You can listen to the rest of this program by purchasing it at iTunes Music. Or for unlimited listening, become a subscriber at philosophytalk.org.